right, it's time for our own Eric Chapman now. Today, it's part two of his Collectors series. And today, Eric visits East Vancouver resident Joseph Planta to get a look at his collection of political memorabilia. Have a listen. Good evening. I've been covering election campaigns in British Columbia since 1949. And if ever I saw pie in the sky, I saw it today. There is absolutely, positively no shortage when it comes to historical moments in political history, good or bad. In an age of both knowledge and ignorance, the greater our knowledge increases, the greater our ignorance unfolds. People have got to know whether or not their president is a crook. Well, I'm not a crook. I've earned everything I've got. From the British Columbia Television Pavilion at Expo, the News Hour final. Well, I, uh, I wasn't trying to do that. I, I really thought uh, the announcement I made was uh, logical and uh, one that I could make positively. In my view, there's only one appropriate course of action. I am prepared to resign now to ensure an orderly transition as quickly as possible. Other than stories we see in the news or the newspaper or online, what can be gathered to remember these moments and people? How about buttons? Like so many buttons, like the amount of buttons that Joseph Planta has is absolutely incredible. Joe's an East Van resident and he's been interviewing people for the commentary for 19 years. He's talked to a ton of people in the literary world, and during that time, he's collected a few things. Books, DVDs, and buttons. Again, I have to reiterate, this man has so many buttons. The hottest buttons a button. Floor to ceiling, buttons on his walls, dotted with historic moments in political history from around the world and BC. It's absolutely amazing. And one thing I noticed is that political parties, NDP or not, like to use the color orange. And like most collectors in this series, it all started with his first love. The books were the first thing that started when I, when I started having my own money. It was books. And then so I, um, I won the Law 12 prize. And so they gave us a gift card to, or gift certificate at the time, to chapters. So rather than buy one book, I loaded up on, you know, four or five. And that was it? Yeah, I never had books growing up. So, um, did you have TV or anything growing up? Yeah, okay, okay, yeah, yeah. But I wanted my own books usually the same book I'd be taking out of the library all the time, really. You know, and so I thought, well, which book? Well, (laughs) yeah, please. So, these are these odd shaped books, these were published, I guess, exploring Vancouver. So, this oh, cool, um, this was 1974. 74 was the first version by Harold Kelman. And um, see, they're odd shaped, aren't they? They're, they are. They're, they're, they're like a, a half book size yeah, they're, width. Yeah. They're a walking guide, I guess, to, to old buildings in Vancouver. Okay. So I signed that thing out and out of the Charles Dickens School Elementary Library. And so when I was, um, when I started, have, you know, then I wanted to buy these. These were for sale at um, McLeod's, 50 bucks. So I, I eventually found one a couple years ago for $2 at a garage sale. So that's it. You always have to wait. I think, yeah. rather than buy. But yeah, so th- so I wanted those books growing up. And so things like that, or the, you know, the, the NW book, I remember 
Show you this oh, you got the top dog. Yes, yeah, so I got oh, that Lumberland for twenty nine ninety five when that came out. It was my own money too. And so, um, <laughs> what was the, your job? What was your job making money? No, I just allowance. And then um, over the years, I've, I've met some of the old NW people, and they've signed it. This one's signed by uh, Norm Groman, George Garrett, Bill Good, and John McComb. Oh, so no one really then. No big <laughs> deal. Wow. And probably um, now that what you do with the interviews, books, yeah, you, just, you read the book and then you do the interview they sort give, of thing. They give you stacks of books every week. And so, so you're reading nonstop. Yeah, I tried to finish the book, but I mean, you know. Yeah, for sure. I'm, I'm two ways about finishing books. One, you don't need to finish a book to have a conversation with the author for 20 minutes. That's the old Dick Cavett rule. And then um, if you finish the book, especially a novel, you know what's going to happen at the end you're going to spoil the interview. So you, you have to really think like the listener, huh. approach the interview like a listener. Yeah, yeah. And um, otherwise you're not gonna wanna buy the book, right? And why is the author talking to you for your podcast? So, yeah. Yeah, wow. Okay, so books, books and, then, and then where did it go from there? Because I see you got DVDs, DVDs goodness. Yeah. <laughs> you know what's interesting I'm finding with all the collectors is, yeah. it's never one thing. No. It's always, you know, a couple... Th like, for me, it's records and old, uh, like, equipment. Like, radios, reel-to-reels. I just picked up a... I was just walking by a thrift shop last week or the week before, and I got a, an old 8mm um, mm. projector yeah. for, like, 10 bucks. It was awesome. So, yeah, that's interesting that... DVDs. I DVDs. Mean, you, you get things for, like, a dollar at a garage sale or a yeah. thrift store. And, um, you know, you, I have 18 different streaming accounts. But there's movies that I have that you can't find on these on Netflix or Prime so um, and then or if they are there they're there briefly and then by the time you're ready to watch it it's gone so right, right. It's, it's better to have a DVD I used to collect autographs I would write celebrities like Bob Hope for example stop and then I'd say hey I'm a fan can you sign a photo and send it to me and so I would get autographs Wow. Um, there's more down the hall. Okay. Um, but yeah, and then the recent years, busts have been a thing. Okay, yeah, you said recently that it was, it was like in the last five Six years. Six years, maybe? How come? What got you? What made the busts come? Because it is, let's honestly, it's niche. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's art. But here, it just looks like a very cluttered Mount Rushmore. I mean, it's. Uh, but um, yeah, I mean, like, this is a Robert Burke's piece. Apparently, he's a famous American sculptor of uh, John Kennedy and I think it looks nice I mean, yeah looks, I could tell it was from Kennedy over here it it's looks really like, cool it's, it's abstract almost yeah and these are the buttons dang why buttons one year um, one summer when I was on a break from the podcast I had nothing to do I take the summers off and then I just started collecting buttons they're, they're ephemeral they're, they're, they're limited I mean they're you know they're, they're one campaign yeah. mainly they're just fun. And then I get boomers who are tidying up and, and moving out. Parents who die, and then they just clear out their apartments or houses, and then they have all this stuff. And they figure, well, give it to Joe, and well, it'll end up here on the wall. <laughs> wow, Mulro you got a little stash of Mulrooney here. Yeah, so That's it's great. Just, it's, it's pretty much, yeah, this is all Canadian stuff. Okay, yeah. And, um, and this is uh, Canada-wide. Pretty much. Like yeah. you're not even focused just on BC. You're all over the yeah, place. This yeah, this is the BC part and Vancouver part. And then um, 
Ooh, Jean Cartier signature. Oh, oh wow, oh wow. Yeah, you got. So all that kinds. was the autograph collection. That's cool. the autograph phase, I guess. It's cool the little community Joseph has created in the collecting world just by putting the word out. If it's a button or a bust, call Joseph. He probably wants it. And like most collectors, he's also turned his new focus to election lawn signs. He has a good stack of those, too. 